Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Hello, welcome to another episode of What a Great Punk. Hello, Todd. Thanks. Uh, hi. How We're you your hosts, Jamie and Todd from the band East New South Wales. We've got Kim you- Salmon on the pod today. Um, Kim's from a band called Scientists, who are pretty crush Australian band. So we're really excited to have a chat to him. Yep. Um, and we've got a little bit of housekeeping just before we get started. Uh, two things mainly. One is that um, we are releasing a long lost episode of our talk show, TNSW Tonight, on Tuesday night, the 20th of December, um, live on YouTube. So 9 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And yes, so type in 9pm AEDT if you're not from Australia. Yeah, and uh, Daniel Johns is the guest. It's, uh, it's a long lost episode, it's going to be heaps of fun, it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas special of sorts of TNSW tonight. Of sorts, yeah. It's really fun and really out there and something we're super proud of and we're glad we can finally release. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I think everyone's going to love it. We'll be in the comments on the YouTube live too, just in the chat, sorry, just yeah. to everyone. So that's kind of always fun watching it with everyone. Yeah, yeah. So see you in the chat, 9 p.m. Tuesday night for yes. TNSW oh, tonight. And if you miss it, it stays on YouTube, so you can watch it later. But yeah. try and be there for the premiere because it's fun. Yeah. Um, secondly, um, we are going to give away a pack of merch, like a long sleeve, bucket hat, short sleeve, whatever you want really, vinyl. Yeah. Um, to, to one lucky person who buys a ticket to our tour, um, our 2023 tour before Christmas. So if you're thinking about buying tickets, um, and that sounds good to you, just get them now. Um, yeah. Because then you, you, you go in the running to win that, but also like just getting them early, like if you, if you can afford it, cause I know times are tough yeah, right now, but like getting them early just Christmas helps. And it's Christmas it's and good, shit. Yeah. yeah. So if, yeah, if you can afford it. Yeah. We, it would mean a lot to us if you are intending to come and you haven't bought one and you can to get one now. It would be We'd fucking love to sell some of great. these shows out. It'd be so yeah. cool. And they will sell out. So it's a matter of whether we do it now. If they sell out now then so that's mm. another thing. You don't want to miss out. Yeah. And um, the last so yes. little bit of housekeeping is that we're going to take a little Christmas break um, mm-hmm. for the next two weeks but we will be releasing uh, episode, bonus episodes from our Patreon to the main wall. So if you want to yeah. um, keep listening to the pod and you're not on the Patreon, um, you can still, we'll, there'll still be new episodes up every week. There'll still be episodes you likely haven't heard. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to take a couple of, I reckon, well-earned weeks off um, and uh, get back to it in the, uh, the new year, feeling yeah. fresh. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, and if you're on the Patreon, we'll we'll probably put chuck some demos in in there over Christmas as well. Just yeah, to, we'll release some stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll work out some fun stuff to put in the Patreon. So, um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I think that's probably about it, right, Todd? Yeah, maybe we can find that fucking blooper video or something. We'll talk about that later. But yeah. yes, that's it. Okay, sick. All right. Um, so let's get into this episode, episode with Kim Salmon. Yeah, enjoy the episode. Catchy smile. You got that catchy smile Stop a while Come back with that catchy smile Come back, baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna all right, welcome. Oh, yes. Welcome to an episode of What a Great Punk, another episode of What a Great Punk. In fact, the final episode of What a Great Punk for the year. True. Yeah, it's been a big year. Oh, too big. A lot's happened. Yeah. There's been a lot of episodes recorded, but Todd and I are going to have a two week break. Unless you sign up to our Patreon where you'll get, we'll keep doing Patreon freshies, yeah. episodes over Christmas time. But yeah, not doing, the, not doing two episodes a week because we're going to have a break. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, we'll yeah. take two weeks off a year of this. That's oh, fine. I'm so tired. I need a break. Not very punk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, come Do you on. Again? Hang on, we haven't even introduced you yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you talking about what a great punk? I mean, you start measuring people's punkness. <laughs> well, we can do that. You need a big, bigger breaks than that. Yeah, we're, jo- we're joined oh, by Kim think, Salmon. Oh, the breaks too small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what, what do you think? What? what oh, I thought you were saying. No, that I we're thought you were saying break you wasn't punk. Yeah. yeah. But I guess that, that there's kind of two definitions of punk inherent in that. 
in that obsession. Well, I think, you know, having contempt for the work ethic is a punk sort of Hundred. Oh, yeah, okay. You've got to really, yeah. I've changed my mind. Based on the fact that we are punk. It's going to be bullshit, you know. Yeah. Well, hang on, what's bullshit? Contempt for the work ethic. Oh. You know, I mean, that's just a sort of a. A ruse it was in the old days. Wasn't no, it? The yeah, end. but isn't it like we're a very DIY? So if you're DIY, you got to work hard. You so do. What's, that's that, a catch. That's the thing. But you're not. Yeah. You're not. You're not really meant to. Oh, I'm giving it away now. Yeah. No, After all it. these years, one, I'm, one honestly, day a week. I'm honestly copying <laughs> an education right now because I would have thought my natural inclination would be to think that punk meant like uh, work, on. working. Yeah, you're on. You're a punk the whole twenty four seven. Yeah, you're fucking working. You're in, trying to get your, your cash. You know, and punk dreams. Yeah, kind of. but I but I forgot about that, which is like, I actually like not giving a shit is a big. Part yeah, too. yeah. Not give a shit. You're confusing like DIY, like work ethic, work ethic with just being punk, which I reckon is just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, anarchy. Yeah, <clears throat> I saw this thing on <clears throat> Instagram of all places yesterday, um, which it's I really loved punk. and 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 regarded as punk because it was like. Casual workers in hospitality, cinemas, fucking whatever, should be allowed to stand idle. Like, what's with the, like, having to look busy and having to, like, yeah, you know? And I was like, oh, I fucking love that sentiment because that's how I feel at work. I'm like, I'm not dusting. I'll, like, make sure the shop's clean by the end of the... I work in a bottle, though, by the yeah, way, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'll make sure that all the bottles, like, the, the fridges look great. They're all stocked, like... Everything's looking good, but I'm not dusting the shelves. Like it's not my house. Yeah, you're not. You yeah, dust yeah. the shelves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon? Get someone it's, in to dust the shelves. Your job isn't dusting. There's a bit of a delineation um, issue there as well. You know, it's not like job descriptions and all that. You're not like that's what you're talking about anyway. Yeah, I guess yeah, in the job description it would say shop maintenance or something like that, yeah, which would probably yeah. include dusting to them. Did you sign on for that? I don't think so. Did you no. sign a contract? No. no. I, no it, well, I don't think I did. Well, that is punk to not sign a contract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're a casual worker. Yeah. What have you signed on for? To be casual. Nothing. Exactly. I'm yeah. casual. I I'm not have signing. a casual yeah. attitude. That's right. I'll cruise in and I'll cruise out. Yeah, and I won't right. dust because I'm casual. Yeah. And that means I don't have to dust. I got a real aggro message from my boss this morning. And it, it wasn't a group message, but he'd sent it to all of us because I checked with my workmates. There's only a couple of guys that work there. And it had like sentences with five exclamation marks at the end that's of it. That's fiery from the manager. What do you reckon about that? I think that's too much. What do you Was think? It, it wasn't in caps though. No. <laughs> but I mean, had, I don't know this, but I'm asking. No, you. it wasn't. But it had all these exclamation marks at the end like, this is the last time, five exclamation marks. Mm. If you want to swap, if you're swapping shifts with each other, I must be looped in on this conversation. Five exclamation marks. Oh, he's not happy. What do you no. reckon about that? It's never happened to me, so I've <laughs> never been on the. All right. But I'm just too casual and, you know, I've avoided, I've been slippery all my life. Too. Have oh, you? Oh, you're a slippery I've, I've managed to sort of avoid that, you know, salmon, fish sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> slippery salmon. You've got that salmon blood. Yeah, yeah, sort of. No, um, I don't know. Um, Five exclamation marks does seem excessive. Yeah. It does seem to be saying something. Um, <laughs> get back to him and say, what's your point? What do you, what do you, <laughs> yeah. What's the point of view? What's yeah. the deal with all the exclamation marks, boss? I nearly wrote back something just yeah. saying like, um, yeah, I understand. Um, should, by the way, like yeah. you could have probably just spent like half an hour before texting this to cool down because the exclamation marks aren't really appreciated on a Friday morning. When I'm not working, well, you could today. just sort of answer him back, like not even responding to them, like, "Oh yeah, cool." Yeah, <laughs> You're being real blase, like I actually yeah. right back. Sounds good, boss. Five exclamation marks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I should have done that. <laughs> Sounds good, yeah, boss. Yeah, no worries, boss. Um, oh, yeah, that, calling him boss. That's that. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. That that actually. <laughs> that's a good one. That gets my goat. Cheers, boss. <laughs> oh, People when you go to the you. servo and they call you boss. Oh, when anybody calls you boss, especially mm. in your own band. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. yeah. We don't have a boss in our band. Equal. Well, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody's calling you boss. Yeah. yeah. Are you being band. called that? Are you the boss? Uh, <laughs> you are the boss never. of the scientist. Though, you're surely. the boss. That's why you're on the podcast and the drummer's not here. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> she's up in Sydney though. And, oh, uh, oh, she can make. She's that, yeah. she's ultra cash. Yeah, that's punk. That's punk. She's, punk. she's the most punk of us all. Yeah, that's uh, in our band. The most punk is our bass player Will. I'd yeah, say. 
he's the sort of guy that like if we don't play at festivals a lot or anything, but like when we do, like he'll be the guy that just throws his pass in the bin at the end, and like we'll like keep him and put him in that little stash or whatever. <laughs> you memorabilia. I don't do that actually. No, I, and I, I feel don't always. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But but, but will just more likely to just chuck it out. He just chucks no, it. Like he doesn't think twice. He also does that thing of um. What a, what a good punk. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. He also like genuinely says um, uh, like. Uh, where are we playing this weekend again? And it might be <laughs> Brisbane or something like that. And he means it. He's not like he doesn't there's, know, there's yeah. not an ounce of uh, bullshit in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's, I, I, I um, just with this band stuff, I make a point of telling my booker, don't send me the worksheet weeks out, please. Just just in the week that it's relevant. You know? Oh yeah. Because and but but I get people that you know. People that have worked with over the years, they they want to know everything in advance. Like you know, it might be six months away, and they say, "What time are we starting?" Oh, you know? so and, 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 and when you get like bandmates or crew members messaging you, that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. you get yeah. that sort of thing. You get they get the full range really, and yeah. um, um, but I I I just know that um, it's no point. There's no point in telling me something a couple of weeks out <laughs> because I just. I've just got too much other crap to to think about. Yeah, you know, generally. So yeah, it's it's it all gets away from this whole thing of really not giving a shit and being kind of completely sort of casual. It's oh yeah. You so know, you're in actual fact, I, you know, I'm this hard working DIY guy that sort of oh well, you know, that, that I think I, I don't think there's going to be too many people. Well, gonna, I, your listenership's probably quite vast, but yeah, you know, oh, it's yeah, it's a lot. I think it's they're very much like, um, but I don't think I'll be losing fans. any of my. Uh, oh, you're not going to lose any fans by telling them that you work hard. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. No, yeah, no, that's no what way. I was trying to get. Because no, all I, I do is complain that. about working hard. That's the. You know. I swear, like, just to go loop back quickly to what we were saying before, that I I, I don't know. It seems trippy to me. I've always thought of punk like that, and I feel like a lot of our listeners and stuff who appreciate that music and stuff have a similar. Feeling about like, yeah, I mean, you fucking have to work hard. Life's yeah, so absolutely. expensive at the moment. Mm. <laughs> I think it's I think so expensive. Life is expensive. I think this whole thing, though, it's a good segue into what what I was hoping to talk about, which is the scientists and their ne- negativity album and and touring it and all that. But it, going back in the old days, the whole thing with the band was it very much. Put across this, we don't, you know, we don't care about anything, right? Sort of vibe, but somebody had to kind of um, drive it and make it happen. Yeah, and I, I, I was, I've just finally got around to putting a, um, getting a Instagram and a Facebook page up devoted to the scientists. Yeah, mm. shoutouts. I thought I better do it, and I don't yeah. want somebody else doing it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, <laughs> fully, but fully, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Particularly anybody else in the band, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know, Especially yeah. anyone else in the yeah. band, yeah. yeah. But, uh, because you're the boss, you, <laughs> yeah, I'm the boss. Now, this is what I'm getting at. It was uh, back in the day. I, I, I was looking at all these photos that I, I thought I'd put up on my Insta page, and thinking, God, this band, that just these twenty, twenty-two-year-old guys. Mm. And I was looking at thinking, they were really cute-looking guys with lots of hair, lots of hair, and really, uh, you know, um, really, really innocent and cute-looking. And the the noise the band made was this really super badass, yeah, <laughs> noise that mm. just happened, yeah. And um, and if um, I mean, the, I know that um, if the lead guitarist had have written the songs. We'd have been playing power pop music and sounded like cheap trick, True, and it wouldn't okay. have brought any of that stuff out. Yeah, um, and I know that the other two guys didn't give a shit. They yeah. just wanted everything handed to them on a platter. Oh, okay, that and was just that chilling. was to me kind of like I could see this band's great. This band really, they really are this kind of these these punks that don't give a shit about anything. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of look gorgeous, and yeah. and but they kind of wild and. And um, yeah, you know, make this badass noise. You've got to write the right music for it. You've got to make it happen. And yeah, so I, I was sort of 
that it was to be kind of wanky and arty sound. Go for it. They were mm. like my muse. Mm. Band was, oh really? That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of made me write all this music that yeah. was just for this band. Yeah, um, so I it was see. the 1983 or 1982 to 83 version of the Scientists. It was sort of when we were in Sydney, and it really kind of happened. From we were kind of uh, this Perth band that people mm. had heard about and thought, yeah, yeah. It was really hard to get gigs. Couldn't get on any um, booking agent. Uh, get to get any agency to work for us and uh, couldn't get an, on any bill. But within about two years, we kind of ruled Sydney. Right. And it Whoa. was just, just and, and agencies were coming to us trying to get us to give them a second chance. Right. Even though they never gave us a chance. Yeah. yeah. And how did that so, feel? You good? tell them to fuck off? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, we did. We, we told them to fuck off and fuck off and fuck off. And one just was so <laughs> persistent. Yeah. They kept on coming back to us and they said, look, they were called Dirty Pool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, we thought, well, okay, um, we'll give you a chance then. And what they came up with was a suburban tour of Sydney supporting the Angels. Right, which is so oh. mad. How sick are suburban tours? Like that actually doesn't happen anymore. Mm. So no. it was just like, it really doesn't, right? It was like, you People know, Bexley like, North and it was yeah. like, you know, Manly and it was it was all That's over the sick, place. Yeah. That is fucking lit. That's mm. such and we a went cool to way to Parramatta. Tour. We went to Parramatta Leagues Club and it was the day that I, I'm trying to think what happened in the footy. It was in um, NRL and um, they lost. The, the, I think Parramatta must have lost that day. So they weren't in the mood for some fucking bunch of punks that don't give a shit. Mm. Some handsome punks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> they, they wanted the angels. They wanted to, you know. yeah. No way, get fuck, fuck off, you yeah. know, do that, do that whole thing. Yeah. And um, we just reveled in it because we knew that whatever we did, they were going to hate. Yeah. Mm. And we did that. we did some Captain Beefheart song oh, to yeah. start with and that was like, oh, what the fuck's this? Yeah. And then, you know, did another one of our, just our own ones and then the cans kept coming up, throwing Salem oh, Bomber yeah. heads. That's so it just kept on and on, about 15 minutes of this and then there's this <laughs> the sound of, you know, a couple of thousand people there going, Ooh, <laughs> really? And were you loving it? We were loving it. We, we were, we were, we were actually milking it. It was terrible. Yeah, you can, bit, you can take that energy though and transform it into. It's, I mean, it's kind of perfect. We didn't for actually music. transform it into anything other than a good story. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. we we were escorted out after fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah, there was a magnum of. It was actually a magnum of champagne. Jeez. But they threw it. They, That's they wasted expensive. it. But <laughs> yeah. it was it went past my head nearly killed. They thought me. it was worth it though. Yeah, fuck, yeah, I yeah. Spent yeah fucking really. a lot of money on this. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, no way get fuck fuck off. That's you signed yeah. I mean I heard tapes of it afterwards and I uh, was saying, who, who the fuck's this? I don't know, some band from Sydney from Darlingus. Yeah, what's their name? They relax. They hey. said but, yeah, but they said, Scientists. Scientists haven't got a fucking brain between them. I dare say the crowd doesn't have a fucking brain between, yeah. between them. Sounds like it. But um, what was my point about being nonchalant and not giving a shit? And oh yeah, just banned and taking them. Yeah. yeah Hang on. So you're nice. saying that two of the dudes di genuinely had that attitude, and you were oh, inspired I mean, by that? Yeah, I was inspired by the. I mean, the guitar player kind of you know when he couldn't get his cheap trick sounding songs into the band. Yeah. He he sort of went over to that too, and yeah, I kind right. of watched it and thought. You know what? It's kind of cool. What was your natural deposition as a kid? Were you uh, like a, a a confident outward kid or? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. I, was a, I was really sh ridiculously shy. Yeah, right. Two words out of me. Um, I was a bit of a sci-fi nut. Yeah, nerd. Right. And I did a lot of drawing. Mostly just drew drew stuff. Yeah, nice. That's what I did. Oh, wow. Do you and still draw? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I, that's actually what I um really. That's what really floats my boat. You're an artist. Fucking yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah, You're you an paint, artist. Do you paint at, yeah. at your house? Yeah, yeah. And you paint daily? Um, I haven't painted in the last few, last month or so, but yeah, um, yeah. There's periods where I paint every day and draw every day. And what's mm. what's been the last month or so that you haven't painted? I've I've had a the the band the Surrealists, yeah, Kim Salmon and the Surrealists. I've had to take that onto the road. Okay. And um, just trying to push it on my socials and mm. yeah, do all that stuff yeah. that I claim not to do. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. That, that, that stuff of, of actually giving a shit, I've had to do a lot of There's it. There's a lot of stuff around, like, it's like you're not just a band, you're a marketing person. Yeah, and yeah you are. A, I think, Kim, emailer. that's like, um, we talked a bit about that on the pod because I don't think, like, given the choice, any of us in our band would want to be, um, like, constantly responsible for managing an Instagram and a Facebook and a mm. whatever, right? Um, but it does seem to just be the way that the music industry has swerved and it's kind of like do it or die basically because it's mm, like yeah. it's the main marketing part of the job now. Like record labels aren't aren't having the same sort of reach and like uh, connection that they used to. And so it's know, more about connecting with the artist. You sort of want to... You want to be kind of um, not connected and mm. see your Mikey Young T-shirt. Now, oh, you like this it? is um, yeah. Master by Mikey Young. Well, I think this is a great T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's way. great. Shout out Drunk Moms. Do you know the band Drunk Moms from Melbourne? Mm. Yeah, they that's so they made merch. this shirt and they sent it to me. So it says that was their T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say Drunk Moms on it anywhere either. But no, they just made this. Great. And so just to anyone that's listening, it says Mastered by Mikey Young. Yeah, go and, and order it off Drunk Moms. Shout out. Yeah, the joke is that like every DIY underground punk band gets Mikey Young yeah. to master, and it costs fifty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like. And so okay, I, I think so that went above my head. What my forty bucks actually? I used to give him a ten dollar tip though. Yeah, fully. <laughs> good. Well, good. <laughs> but um, it, that went above my head to tell you the honest truth. My um, reason for mentioning it is because yeah. he's sort of like, I don't think he's got a mobile phone. Right. I think yeah. he's one of those sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's, you know, not a Luddite because obviously. He's a country and He's stuff. a punk. Yeah. yeah, he's a punk. Yeah, he But he um, sort of doesn't really do the, the social media thing. No. Uh, and he doesn't do any of that stuff. And it reminds me of. Did you ever see that film Goodfellas? Uh, no. I, it was oh, a yeah, Scorsese film, yeah, good, you know. Yeah, 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 Where Goodfellas. I, I didn't yeah. recognise it, to I be honest, because you called it Goodfellas. I was like, oh, no, Goodfellas? Goodfellas? No, no, it's Goodfellas. Goodfellas. <laughs> like, literally, if you were to read the words. Isn't it Goodfellas? It's like the good. No, it's not Am fellas. No. You're tripping, right, anyway. man. Okay, so. You're tripping, right? It's, 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 it's an Nero they oh. they, Australians say fellas. But yeah. So it's De Niro and Pesci and all that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Pesci and yeah. Um, uh, Ray Liotta. Not that Casino. Yeah. Good it's at, it's at, sorry, it's at a casino. <laughs> <laughs> There's scenes casino. Casino's a great yeah. movie though. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But the Pesci. thing about, um, who's the guy in that one? Paulie. He's the boss of it all. Oh, yeah. And he never had a phone. If you wanted to reach Paulie... Somebody would have get to tap go. Tap on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the tap on. You the gotta shoulder. squeeze him on the bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, yeah. So he um, he was sort of unreachable, and um, that's sort of what you'd want to. You just what do you want to be? Oh, you yeah. know? It's like you want to. You don't want to be. I want to be tested. You just want. You just want people to come giving you gigs and stuff. Yeah. And you want them to all happen and. Okay, so if you've got that mindset, why the Instagram and shit? Like, what was the turning point? Want to oh, sell I tickets? Suck it into it, yeah. Really yeah. Well and truly early. I don't have. I, <laughs> I wish I could have could have that mindset. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing to aspire to. But um, you have Mikey to. Mikey Young does it. I mean, he's even though I know. Even though you're being called, made about even it. though you're kind of you know you made a mockery of his name. Here. Yeah, I know. It is a piss take. But, but it's a respectful piss take because no, I think he's an absolute legend. For people listening, I'll tell you why some people miss, yeah, does you, it because he's good and it's cheap. He's fucking you know, good. It's like it's punk race. He's a talent too. So Mikey Young, for anyone that's listening, is the guitarist of Eddie Current's Suppression Ring and, and Total, yeah, Total yeah. Control producer, mixer. Like he recorded the, um, he's recorded heaps of shit. Yeah, a I'm musical absolute. He, like, he mastered. Genius, he so mastered yeah. one of my records. Did you? There we uh, go. 40 bucks. And I think it cost more than 40 bucks. <laughs> okay, cool. You oh, dogged yeah. by Mikey Young. Yeah. You got the fucking, he was like, oh, no, hang on. No, he actually put some, because we joke that he just dials it up to $40 and then pushes, like, the 40 pushes master. Yeah, yeah. 40 he just master. dials the thing yeah. up and goes, master. Maybe you got the, like, the You might have got master. the custom job, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fully. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back home and listen. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. So, so you guys came to the scientists with like a whole bunch of different musical, like uh, kind of. Oh yeah, that there. was. Uh, well, um, yeah, that's interesting. No, um, 
I think Boris and me and Brett were all into the Stooges and true. That was and Tony Thewlis, who was our lead guitarist. He saw the band in an earlier incarnation when we went on Countdown. We were on National Pop Show. I know. Countdown. I was looking forward to talking about this. And that 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 kind of a, that throws a spanner in the works. That's a red herring. You know. I mean, it's the same band. Yeah. Except there's a few different members. And, right. And it, um, something that I'm starting to reveal now is that band has the definite article in front of the name. It's the scientists. Yeah. But um, anything after 1981 is scientists. Is scientists. Yeah, I was like, ask like the Ramones. Yeah. You picked it up. Yeah. Nobody's ever picked it up. And that's why my new Instagram page is called The Definite Article because I thought, fuck it. I mm. see. No, time, to, time to inject that little tidbit into it. Yeah. yeah. But um, now I've lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, at Countdown. Countdown. And oh, no, uh, the different. And Tony Thewlis saw us on yes. Countdown. Okay. We were um, in that early phase of the band. It was kind of a more, some people call it power pop. I wouldn't really say it was a power pop band. Right. But it had, it was more um, commercial melod- sounding melodies. I yeah. Think. It had that kind of nod to the to the kinks and the, yeah. the Beatles and the Stones totally. and that stuff. Yeah. What was that. the name of the song that you played on Countdown? It's called Last Night. Yes. We that. Okay, so we know. We, we watched know, that actually today. We, yeah. And and there's a band. It's got kind of beetly haircuts and yeah, it's a handsome band in that video. Yeah, oh, but it sort of cool. changed over and you know there's it's a cool fucking performance too, dude. Oh, yeah, we thought I sent it to Jamie and was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah, like it was a really good performance. Yeah, but we spent all day in the studio there, right? Yeah, right. In the <laughs> countdown studio, having to learn to lip sync and. First, oh, you lip synced that. Yeah, yeah. There was no Ooh. microphone. Convincing. Funny, I mean, I if you look at the drums, course, the drums yeah. don't have any. Okay, there's fuck. no kick I'm drum. A noob. Yeah. James is there. You're looking <laughs> at his knee going yeah. up and down. Yeah. There. I've never been in a live band. I'm a yeah, liar. Banging, sim- <laughs> banging Generally, you need a microphone to record things. Yeah, I'm true. Sure. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You just living the dream and being a singer there. Yeah, exactly. Like you're in a film. Yeah, I know. That's what we did. But yeah, we spent a day, and they they had this idea that we would be checking out the other band. There would be two bands in an alley. There was one called The Aliens. Okay. And they were kind of terrible. Right, yeah. Shout um, outs. <laughs> what's that? Shout outs. Shout outs to The Aliens, yeah. <laughs> Look, good musos. They were yeah. trying to – I think a lot of um, bands weren't ready for the new wave back then. Mm, yeah. So there was a lot of people trying on – Trying to sort of get in on it, yeah, and particularly in Australian pop music, it was. It was did it move pretty, fast? Is that it? Why? Did move pretty fast, and it was yeah. pretty woeful. You see a lot of fashion, a lot of fashion victims out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know. So, so they these guys were looking like they were wearing their bathing costumes and they're yeah. mixed with sort of World War One fighter <laughs> pilot. Yeah, yeah. You, who knows what they were on about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, we were, but they were playing and we were supposed to be out there, you know, clicking our fingers, digging their music. And we said, nah, can we just wait till they're finished and then you show us? Yeah. And the other thing was they wanted, they had a couple of Harley Davidsons, a couple of choppers right. on the set. And they wanted this, the guy, the set designer, he said, well, how about I want you to um, be sitting backwards on your chopper. Just, right. This is just because around that time <laughs> Queen had that thing. Crazy little thing called love. Yeah. And in mm. that film clip, Freddie Mercury's sitting backwards on his chopper. Oh, yeah. And he gets off that and he struts up to sing. Yeah. And he wanted me to strut up to, well, it wasn't a microphone, but, you know, mm. okay. to strut up to start singing. Yeah, true. And I'm saying, you know, well, I'm a guitar player, so, I, you know, I can't really do that. Yeah. It's not going to work. That's okay. We'll unplug the guitar. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just said, get rid of these Harley Davidsons now. <laughs> we, we, were, we were bastards. We were. Oh, awesome. wow. But that guy That's did bad. it. You know, said, oh, I went to some trouble for this. And, you know, I, I suppose he would have to get yeah. a couple of Harley Davidsons mm. in there. But we just thought, no, nah, we're not no. having Harley Davidsons. Oh, so they got the Harleys in for you. Yeah. Then. Yeah, they got them in for us and we told them to piss them off. Yeah. Oh, That's fair enough. What a bunch, of, what a bunch of pop you. stars. Yeah. What, 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 yeah. What, what, what a, no, that is and, tough. dude, it's funny that you say that, like, that, you know, song would be regarded as power pop or whatever. Because it's like, it's so punk sounding as well. You know, it's like, gr- we, the I lyrical content is. Maybe more pop, yeah. But the sound of the fucking thing is so like mm. sick. It's very Ramonesy. Well, Tony Thewlis anyway was there watching it on Countdown, 
Yeah. And he's told the story many times. He says, this is what I love. It's like he said he was he thought he's saying the singer looks like Keith Richards and blah, blah, blah. And he said they sound like the kinks and they've got mm. this and that going on and, oh, it was just perfect and I've got to go to Perth and see if I can. He, he'd heard that we were looking for a guitarist, which we were. Right. Because we'd, we'd um, got rid of our rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Mm. And... Um, we were looking for a guitarist and... Um, Why'd you get rid of him? 25 words or less. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hippie. <laughs> hippie, one word. That's all it took. <laughs> nice guy, hippie. Yeah. yeah right. uh, that's cool. Hey, have, that's you, have you had any like awkward firing encounters over the years? I've got a couple, had a couple, but... Well, I've been, I got fired from no. a bank. Oh yeah, for, for losing about ten grand's worth. Oh, really? in, in, but that's in the days when it was all. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I got fired. Meaning, meaning I um, got asked to leave. Yeah, right. Yeah, I lost it straight into my backpack. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> it. I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, but now, that I mean, would have required a whole lot of skill and planning to boy, do, do it that yeah. way. But like, no, if no. you had an awkward like, um, you have to ask someone to leave the band, like conversation. You know, where you well, that to, one was an awkward one. Yeah, yeah that one. Um, I think yeah yeah I've had a few. You're just not right. Or, they're, they're all yeah yeah. Or you're not a good enough drummer. I'm sorry. I've had that one. Yeah. <coughs> sorry. You just we're gonna actually get a better drummer because we want to <laughs> take this seriously. Yeah. You know? Sucks. And you're actually just not a good one. I'm sorry about that. Me and Will fired the bassist of our last band, who was a really good friend. And then the band broke up about a month later. <laughs> so <laughs> that was like, and we're it. still good friends. We didn't need to do it. Like we could. Yeah, just, you could have. Avoided yeah. it. Oh, oh, the other one was. Um, this is really awkward because mm. this is the the genesis of this scientists that we're talking about. They're really the scientists. Yeah. I had a band in Perth called the Cheap Nasties. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And and that was kind of like they were like the first punk band in Perth. Yeah. But um, fucking earth. That sounds mad. Well, this was like punk band in Perth is a claim <coughs> to fame. Yeah, I reckon. So we were. It was nineteen seventy six, and we, um, but but we went in over until seventy seven, and me and the other guitar player were always fighting about songwriting. Right. And what um, was his problem? Yeah, I'm glad it was his problem. <laughs> <but> mine, <laughs> <coughs> it was our problem. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't like my stuff and I didn't like his stuff. Right, yeah, fair enough. That was what it was, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But um, one day we um, could, at rehearsal, we couldn't take it anymore and said, oh, let's piss this off, let's split the band up. Right. And we were really happy and good mates after that and that was fine. And about two weeks later the band reformed without me. Oh, oh true, okay. okay. Blindsided. And what were they called? They're called the mannequins. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the sanitized, clean. True. So I didn't realize that was quite the story. Mannequins. There. Yeah, gotcha. Not, not, not. How did the mannequins go in the end? Um, they had a couple of singles and got a bit of respect. They did better than the cheap nasties. Yeah. Um, but um, not. No, they were sort of like uh, main rivals for the scientists, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so you kind of like it's like a Metallica Motorhead kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah, or a, a Dandy Warhols and Brian Jonestown mascot. Yes. If you've watched and that documentary, arguably Brian Jonestown. Maybe Metallica. Mascot. Don't you mean Metallica and? Um, oh, sorry, um, Megadeth. Megadeth. Yeah, Megadeth. So they am I Dave Dave Mustaine? No, you're James. You're <laughs> no. James Hetfield. No, you're Hetfield. Yeah. Although the in Metallica, Mustaine got kicked out. Yeah, so, yeah. But whatever. Mustang, what happened with me was I didn't actually get kicked out. I I I, I, inst- I suggested that we split up and they did. Right, but they were glad to get rid of me. Then they're the Megadeth. Just gonna say, it. yeah, they're, they're the Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> and you're the Metallica. But um, I, um, it was a band that had Rod Rod Redalge or Roddy Radar is his name, as he's known known now. Good name. And um, Boris Sudovic from the Scientists. They they just started a band. And they were called the Exterminators, mm. and they they hired me to join them. Well, didn't hire me. They got me in their band because they took pity on me. Mm. They felt sorry for me for being chucked out of their band that they really liked the cheap nasties. Oh, but these guys couldn't really play. So Rod said, because he was a guitarist, he said I, I couldn't play guitar in his band. I had to be the singer. 
So <laughs> you had to be what you're worst at in this band. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> I was a singer, and then um, maybe um, maybe a few months later, we were kind of getting nowhere, and everybody kind of didn't think the band was much chop. But the victims, who were a really great band in Perth, the, the other they were sort of like the the kings of Perth punk, actually. Right. Okay. They they just split up, and I thought, oh, oh James Baker, their drummer. I'll oh, talk to James, and he he agreed to have a jam with us if I did play the guitar. Okay. Oh. So then we had a jam, and it kind of worked out really good and sounded great, and um, we we even wrote about three songs in that jam. Oh, great! And uh, we thought on the porch afterwards, having a beer, we'll think of some names. We kind of we were sort of thinking. Let's let's be primitive and like you know, mm. beating beating bones on rocks kind of yeah you know, long hair kind of tribal primitive sort of band you know, and James kind of thought yeah let's call ourselves scientists <laughs> in irony and I thought yeah you know what that's got to be the name and I was never going to let it go after that yeah I did oh nice. Um, so that band became the scientists and that was the Mark One scientists and Tony saw us on countdown and he went to town saying out of he from his country town thinking I'm going to join this band and uh, he really? didn't get past the James and the bass player who wasn't Boris at the time but mm. they they said oh this guy showed up you know he said he liked split ends and cheap trick and blondie yeah mm. and we, we we sent him on his way yeah, right. And, and I heard about that and I thought, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, and then um, somebody said oh, to me, you know, you got to get this guy Tony in your band. got to give him a go, you know. True. So I had a look at him and the guy was mental. He was incredibly good and he, he was giving his guitar heaps and sounded quite unconventional because he, um, you know, he shouldn't have been able to get a good sound the way he had it set up, but he, right, he yeah. sounded ma- fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. was incredible. Wow. Had a great energy. And um, next time I I think um, that that band, that line-up of the band eventually petered out in Perth. Right. And uh, after having been on Countdown, nobody in Perth believed we'd been on Countdown. Yeah, I'm mm. sure. It was just like. So uh, it was ridiculous. It you had to get did, out of didn't there. help us at all. Yeah. So we we'd split up, and um, oh, um, Boris persuaded me to get the band back together and go over to Sydney because he'd done some time over there and said it was great mm. and that they'd lap it up, lap us up. Right. And and then so, in, in a two year space, you became the kings of Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. We. I, I, it's I fucking mad. James wasn't available, unfortunately. Which meant I didn't have a drummer to write lyrics for me because that's what he was writing all those lyrics right. were like girly girl this and girl that. Yeah. So I had to start thinking up my own lyrics. Yeah. So I thought well, let's let's do the primitive thing. Yeah. And um, uh, Brett Rickson was the guy I got on drums, and he was fantastic. And I got Boris back, and we were going to do a three piece, but I bumped into Tony and uh, we had a few drinks and said, "Come and join our band." Yeah. And he did. Sort of, kind of sight unseen with this new band. Yeah. It was for all of us, actually. He thought he was joining this pop band. Yeah. And we were all going to go over there and create doom and yeah, and, yeah. and bad vibes. Yeah, totally. And, and we did. And <clears throat> he um, somehow adapted to that. Yeah. And so what's the, like, because you guys are kind of associated with the birthday party, you know, like when you look back. And you also worked with the, one of the producers from... Oh, Tony Cohen, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, what's the like? Is there a relationship there? Is there what? Is there a, a any kind of? Be on like shows together? Or, yeah. yeah. Um. Ah, uh, look, it was it was a funny thing because in Sydney, um, there was a gap left by um, Radio Birdman. Yeah, and we. There were lots of bands that sounded like Radio Birdman or in some way, but we were nothing like that. Yeah. But we filled that hole because right. we, that, that's what we that's why we kind of took off yeah. in Sydney because they needed a band like that. Right, okay. 
and we'd make regular trips down to Melbourne and the birthday party had gone over to Berlin or wherever. Right. And um, they that was their sort of version of Radio Birdman. True. Nothing like Radio Birdman. Mm. Um, but we went down there and kind of filled that same hole. <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't think we were anything remotely like either of those bands. True. But so many times people have lumped this in with both of those yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah. And I just think... It seems like there's an association there when you're like... And I think the association is the role we fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Um, like a timeline thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. But nothing... I, You know, we made a lot of noise like the birthday party. We were a bit dissonant like them. And Yeah. But um, I don't know, I somehow... Yeah, it's just one of those things. I thought, um, I thought at the time, yeah, we're going to get lumped in with these bands, and, mm. and it did happen. Yeah, mm. uh, it's a bit, it's a bit annoying. But um, so was that incarnation of the band more exciting to you when you started to get a bit more dissonant and also like, oh, for me, started it was writing great. your own lyrics and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was really exciting for me, and that's sort of the first time I really um, feel I came into my own with actually. Creating kind of like art for yeah. music. Yeah, it was. Um, I felt that uh, there was something in it. I mean, it, it, that that time in 1983, I look back at it and think, you know, there was times when the band would go on stage and it wouldn't have a clue what it was going to do, and we'd actually literally have a few coordinates. Wow, go there and make it. Really? Up. Yeah, it was kind of like crazy. It was, it was nuts. It was really. So you're all like quite. I guess like proficient musicians then. Sort of, you know, right. not 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 um, not in any trained sense. Yeah, but you knew what each other were kind of going to do. We knew like each, that, yeah, yeah, we kind of knew that, and we knew what we wanted to do, and we knew what we didn't want to do, and how Damn. we, we wanted, didn't want to be like anybody else, like all the other bands. Mm. Yeah. That were the enemy. <laughs> it was right. like, so good. we had a bit of that attitude as yeah. well. But so, a lot of you. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> a question I have is then, if you were, I'll like, be right back. I'm going to grab a couple of beers. It's going to take twenty seconds. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. If if you were like by the sounds of things, so kind of like against the grain and like wanting to just do your own thing and not like sell out to like pop or whatever, um, what was your motivation for the band? Like, did you have any motivation to start a band to like make money from it or like have it as a career or be successful or anything like that, or was it just like I just want to make music and I want well, to I be think different? Looking back at it, then. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, I, I think, sure, we would have wanted to make money out of it, and I, I had actually already, um, you know, done gigs in in other bands, you know, yeah. commercially or well, bands that were, you know, work bands. Yeah. Um, and and I figured I had in in my mind the idea that you could. You know, that's how I'd get by in my life. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't really want to think too much about it. I thought this is this band is really something. Yeah. What what, what do we need to just keep this going and the way it is? And that's what I that's how I thought of it. And I don't yeah. think the others even thought about that. They just thought they were just a, a bunch of entitled shits that yeah. thought, you know, yep. gimme gimme. Yeah. <laughs> we we deserve it, you know. They, and and I just thought, well, you know, that's fine. You can be like that. It's good because it's it works. If you're it does. happy, I'm happy. That's the way it goes sometimes. And yeah. I think that's interesting. So it's like more like about just like a passion for like having the right band and the right members. It was very right much about it had to not, be these guys. It had yeah, to be that yeah. that thing. It was just somehow it, it worked. Yeah. And um, at some point, <coughs> we went uh, we went overseas. We went to London. Things were really went well for us to start mm. with. Um, we got, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> um, we got onto this. Um, oh, we got onto various festivals in Europe: Pandora's yeah. Box, Futurama, and it was around about the time of the Dream Syndicate, and I think REM wasn't even a thing then. Yeah, they were just happening. Um. Violent Femmes were around a lot. Yeah. Um, and we, we um, 
really he kind of killed it in that scene for a while there and uh, did did that European tour circuit quite yeah. a bit. And well, oh, great. And we what, had a few... Um, when were you doing that? That 80s? was like 1984. Amazing. And we had... Um, there was a, a couple of labels, quite a few labels that were interested in us and we um, had... I think it was I'm trying to think who was the first. We we toured nationally at UK with the Gun Club. Oh mm. true. Yeah. Um and then we um did the Sisters of Mercy and then Susie and the Banshees. So it was we got really oh, wow, good yeah. gigs. We did Sonic Youth here. Uh that was many years later. Yeah, right. yeah. Um and you I did mean Mud, <clears throat> Mud Honey. Yeah. So they were both two thousands. But this we're, we're talking yeah, 1984. Okay. I know, I know, but also like the the scope of like, I mean, they're all like massive names. They're fucking you know big I mean? names. So I'm just yeah, calling yeah. it out. Yeah, That's consistently. But, Good call. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, sort no, of you're that, a professional. We, I guess. <laughs> I guess we wanted to sort of be, I don't know. Um, it it sort of was happening for us for a while, and then the drummer decided he wanted to leave. True. Why do people do that? It's so annoying. What? It's so weird. I don't know why he wanted to do it. He wasn't happy. He maybe because he wasn't the singer and wasn't the guy coming True. up with it. Maybe he wanted to be cre- a bit more creative. Okay. Rather than just. Oh, I've some, got a solution. Why don't I just cancel my entire career and go home? <laughs> that that's kind of what he did. That's kind of what he did. He that just, should work. He just had no idea. I think you know he was a. You you look at the photos of the guy. He was he was a really pretty boy. Girls flocked around him. He had he, he had about f- five sisters that all adored him and right. looked after him. Yeah, I think he just kind of thought that that's how it would be. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he really and and I did the same. I was like his big sisters, you know. I was like, okay, Brett, you know. Yeah, and I, I nurtured him a bit, uh, and you would have been a bit of chick magnet, I reckon. The fucking sexy motherfucker in that video we watched. Yeah, it was a sexy video. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what video is video. that one? It, it was, was the, the countdown last one. night. Last oh, night God. countdown. That's a sexy video. I can't look at say. that. I can't look at it. Really? How come? Oh, you know, Just think of Harley's every time. Yeah, that and the whole bunch of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a can of worms. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, All right, we don't have to go into it. But, sexy um, yeah, so Brett wanted to leave and God knows why, yeah. Um, and to try and replace him, you know, they're uh, – band with this big tough sound and suddenly it's this really fragile ecosystem and we had like um who'd we have we had uh his name was jim walker and he was in from pill oh yeah so we had the drummer from public image limited we had uh, that and boris pill is a sick band name yeah they were great but you know <laughs> we had a rehearsal with him and boris afterwards yeah i can't do it when mm. we were, i was on the eve of a big tour i can't do it going to do then you know uh, he says you know he's taken my spark is what boris said oh wow oh wow so he wanted the, he wanted the the he wanted brett back he needed brett back basically. yeah and it wasn't going to happen yeah and we kind of found a drummer who could kind of do it that and he was a drummer who'd done a week in motorhead so you know oh, yeah, right. build a motorhead yeah fucking hell dude but um Wild. And he did this tour with the Sisters of Mercy with us. And oh, cool. That, that kind of, that was fine. But underneath it, we thought, ah, oh, yeah, this is shit. You know, it doesn't really, it's not really yeah, what it's it is. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah. And then we got a Chicago dude who it was, he was better. But um, in the end, I had to have the awkward conversation with him. And what we ended yeah. up doing was my wife, who in Spinal Tap tradition was, um, she was a real Spinal Tap girlfriend, not my yeah. wife. Yeah. Um, she was managing the band. Oh yeah. Oh, true. Very and Spinal Tap of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so she'd appointed this girl called Leanne Chock to be our tour manager. Right. Mm. And one day she said to me, after this was after Brett had left, and Leanne had bought Brett's drum kit. <laughs> Well, she said to me, you guys are utter, utter bastards. You know, Leanne's there. She'd do anything for you guys and she'd love to play drums for you. <laughs> and you, you guys, are, you know, you, she'd do anything for you and you're not letting her give her, give her, you're not giving her a chance. Right. Mm. 
and I'd just let this Chicago guy go. Yeah. <coughs> so I got Leanne into a rehearsal room to see how it would be and it was nuts. She was shit. But right. it sounded like the scientists again. Yeah, oh, you need to be a bit shit to <laughs> yeah. be punk. You yeah, actually do. And and then yeah, that was on the eve of a tour with Susie and the Banshees. So we basically went out on the road with this, with Leanne. She had to sort of, I don't know what she thought. Mm. She was probably terrified. Yeah, but she had Susie and the Banshees crew looking after her. Yeah, they saw this poor. <coughs> hapless, you know, babe in the woods there. Mm. They, they nurtured her and, were, and and we were there looking at these Glaswegian crowds and things thinking they're going to kill us. Yeah. A- especially because, you know, they're going to, I'm thinking. Especially you know, in Glasgow. No, drummer can't play. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. So I'm trying to, I had to up the punk ante and just kind of. Yeah. We're, we're a punk band. Yeah. It's not about any of this shit. That's right. It's not about getting the hits. Oh, it's not about getting the hits, yeah. not about any of that. So we kind of upped the ante that way and very soon there was people trying to bribe bouncers to let them get across the crash barriers True. to take a few swipes at us. And this is like a whole tour of this. Yeah. But by the end of the tour, she could play. Yeah, okay. Well, oh, I'm well, sure. I mean, I want to give a like shout out to our friend Body Type. <laughs> oh, yeah. Similar. We've got a, a, a friends band um, in Sydney called Body Type. Yeah. We're friends with all the girls in it. And they copped a lot of shit early on in mm. their career um, for, in, in, in inverted commas, not being able to play their instruments. And I think majority of them, or some of them at least, hadn't been playing for long, mm. if yeah. I'm correct, I think. But it's like, that is like, so many great bands start like that. Yeah, right? and what's the fucking issue? Like, who cares? Yeah, like finding like that's what's endearing about How do you so start many a bands. Band if you, you know, like yeah, oh well, you've got to be you've got to have been with practicing since you were no, five years no old way. or something. It's like anyway, you're trying. You really you're making art. You're trying yeah, exactly. You're not, you're, not, you're not. It doesn't matter. It's however you do it. Yeah, and they copped heaps of shit, and yeah. they're actually fucking killing. It. They just supported the the pixies around the country, which is fucking yeah. mad. Yeah, it's really cool. Good for them. Yeah. Wow. Shout out Spotty Time. <laughs> and shout outs to the Pixies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? So, and so, so you, you were telling us earlier that you had a, um, a magnum of champagne thrown on stage one time at you. Mm, yeah. That's, I just expensive. reminded It sounds expensive, expensive and dangerous. Weapon. Expensive and dangerous sounds yeah. like the name of our next yeah. record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does actually. But, um, what about it though? What oh, why it? did they do that? That's so. Because they hated us. <laughs> yeah, it's the simple. It's the no, simple I just wanted to. I just wanted to spit that fact. We don't have to talk about what it. What about? Lot, but I think it's funny as funny as it's so dangerous. It can kill you. Yeah, it could if if the butt end of it hit you. Any end of it, <laughs> in the right spot. It's a heavy thing. Yeah, yeah it's a it real. Was, heavy. It was terrifying. Mm. Um, do you have much shit thrown at you? Really, most of it was focused at that gig. Yeah, just that one yeah. gig. <laughs> Dapto or whatever it was. Dapto. <laughs> it wasn't Dapto, but it was like on the... Paramount League. Yeah. Paramount okay. Leagues Club. Yeah. Kim, you're touring 2023, March, April. Yeah, with this other... With this version of the band that's got Leanne playing the drums. Oh, great. Okay. okay. And... um, Where are you going? Everywhere? Um, Oh, absolutely everywhere. Mm. Back to Paramount. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> God, this is... Excuse you. Yeah, you've got a. You've got the cough that I get tickle, once a year. It's yeah. a real tickle. I yeah, get the tickle. tickle cough, yeah. Tell them about the tickle. Yeah, I Todd get. gets the tickle once a year and it lasts about three months. It's very annoying for me and everyone else yeah. involved. But yeah, I understand. Well, I thought I'd spread this annoyance onto the, your listenership. and They know about the tickle. Kim very graciously explained when he arrived that it's not COVID. Mm. So I'm, I, I, for one, am grateful. Mm. It's not the spicy cough, it's the tickly cough. Spicy <laughs> cough. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so touring. Yeah, well, um, the other the thing is, um, oh, I've read, yeah, we've got this album called Negativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, it was, it's a good name for a scientist. Fucking album. Right. And, um, but um, we released it in 2021. Um, and uh, we haven't had a chance to play it anywhere, but 
A lot of people think we uh, did it post-pandemic, but, you know, we actually did it uh, 2019. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was on the back of a whole lot of touring around uh, USA. Um, Mm. And um, we'd done – we'd always said, yeah, we're not going to do any more recordings. You know, old bands doing new stuff is a disaster. Right. But um, we had to bite the bullet and do it a few times. We needed something. So we did a single and another single for each tour. Yeah. And then we got to that point where we knew we had to have an album. And uh, the way we said about it was um, because you possibly guessed from the way I was talking, Leanne is very important to the lineup of the band because she didn't introduce any foreign sort of thing for the body to reject. Right. It was all sort of from what Brett did. She's not really a muso, but she's yeah. very much <coughs> part of the band. And so her she's so jamming and that sort of stuff isn't really her thing, but she can re, she can kind of get that vibe in her playing. Yeah. She's actually really good yeah. at, at that. Yeah. That's special. It requires me to have to think up or somebody to, to come up have have parts for her to play. Gotcha. Okay. <coughs> and um, so that's uh, – um, I, I um, t- taught myself drums over the last few years. I'm still the shittest drummer in the world, <laughs> but mm. <laughs> I, I taught myself Better to late play. late than never. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I've always had – you know, there, there was a real – Unusual rhythmic vibe about that lineup of the scientists, mm-hmm. and that's half the reason why those those pill drummers and motorhead drummers and the Chicagoan guy just didn't work. They just couldn't quite get it. Yeah, mm. too much John Bonham or it's too much foreign stuff that too good. Yeah, too good. Yeah, stuff that didn't belong in the band. Too yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've got a quick um quick little thing to put in here. Mm. You know, in like um, trap and like modern hip hop, how rappers tend to rap ahead of the beat. I reckon it's the same thing. Yes. They like, they rush it. Yes. So it sounds, it's not like they're not doing it intentionally because of this, but they rush it knowing that it will sound more amateur. And alive. And yeah. And they're more, therefore more endearing. I feel like Royal Headache was a band that fully just rushed the beat. Right. And I like that. Yeah. It's punk. Yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. Thank you. Who cares about this Sydney shit? <laughs> we Melbourne. all do. Come on. Royal headache. <laughs> you know, we they sound like Bruce Mel- Springsteen, don't they? <laughs> wow, shots well, fired. All right, here we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm liking it. Mikey Young's going down and I'm so liking is Shogun. Um, yeah. No, actually, I like Royal Headache. Yeah, yeah. they're great. They're a good and, band. Uh, um, I've actually got them on one of my works of art, actually. Oh, mm, wow, that's cool. And um, oh, what's the other one? Um Oh, give me some Sydney names from that era. Uh, oh, God, you don't you dare put me on the spot. Yeah. Like that. Circle Pit, yeah, yeah. Um, low Life, no, they were Melbourne. Don't know Low Life. Low Life are good. Oh, you you love out. Low Life okay. if you love Circle Pit and Royal Headache. No, who's the other one? Oily oh. Boys. Oily um, Boys, hectic. Yeah, hectic band. Too um, scary. No, the one with Owen. Owen, what's his name in it? Yeah, Owen. Owen Penglis. Oh, yeah. Straight Arrows. Straight Arrows. Yeah, yeah, they're good band. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, Straight Arrows are great. Yeah, that was like a. There was a, there was a scene real in wave Sydney. Of yeah, there was. There. Yeah, there was. Like there was a moment, mm. I reckon, around then. There was, was a oh, big wave. Canberra band, TV Colors. Ever check them out? I've heard of them. They're yeah, really they're good. good. They did one album and didn't really do a lot. But these are all punk bands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. TV Colors is like a DIY, DIY, um, <laughs> DIY, DIY, like home uh, bedroom recorded kind of like punk slash kind of rock, like kind of like. Bit of bit of rock as well. A bit rock. It was mixed. Yeah, yeah. Very like chorusy, kind of like fist pumpy sort of songs. Melodic choruses. That's the Bruce Springsteen thing I was talking. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah, guitarist would have been keen. Very good. He hasn't done an album for ten years, and it was like so loved. And it was only like released on such a tiny little fucking thing as well. And it was the reason that it's coming up is because it was in that capsule of time of yeah. Mm. Yeah. Have you got any um, favorite kind of local acts at the moment? Nah, I don't really. Oh, hang on, maybe I do. Yeah, um, Kong Josie. Oh yeah, Kong Josie. Yeah, I haven't caught any of Kong Josie shows. Well, I listened a little bit. He's all yeah. over my Insta. 
And yeah. uh, I saw him at a somebody say thought it was a, it was a person in my painting, right? And it wasn't him, but yeah. I, said, I met him, and he said his name's Kong Josie, yeah. And I said, oh, all right. And so what? You know, we got talking, and he was saying he was into, you know, um, Gun Club and the Cramps and Alan Vega. Yeah. Mm. So I thought, oh, it's pretty cool. And and his um, name's an anagram of his real name, yeah, which I can't pronounce, right? But um, Nick something, and he he um, yeah, I just thought, oh, I'm going to check this out, and I bought it, and wow, I love their album. It's um, okay, cool. Did you buy it on vinyl? Yeah, your vinyl. Do you have all the vinyl? This is on that that green that you got on your switchboard there. Oh yeah, that one. Yep, yeah. it's that. That's the color of his vinyl. Oh. Oh, I, wonder, cool. I wonder if you'd like our new album because um have you got it on that color? No, we've no. got it. It's a red. There's a red vinyl. <laughs> Sold out though. You're gonna have to. End up with <laughs> I might have red green colorblind efficiency though. So right, I yeah, true. Okay, you can get the blue online. But one way Todd and I were talking before the pod, and like one way we related, um, well, one of the the many ways that we related to like kind of doing a bit of digging on you and checking you out and stuff is like at some point you were sort of saying that you were too pop for the punk kids. Some point in the career, right? I say that. <laughs> oh, maybe you didn't. Somebody some, said some, it. Someone said it. Yeah, well, yeah, we were. Was, yeah, that, that early version of the scientist. Yes, exactly. And we felt like that at times as well. Mm. You know, like we, we've always considered ourselves a punk band, but there's always melodies and stuff. You know, there's always those massive hooks. You know, yeah, it's hard when you write good songs. <laughs> it's hard to when you've got talent. In, yeah, to fit it's in the punk scene. You yeah. try to bury it. And, <laughs> Try to dumb it. You write yourself yeah. out of the punk scene <laughs> yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How do you keep keep being dumb? Yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta stay dumb. You gotta start dumb, you gotta stay stick dumb. To the formula. Start that's dumb, the, stay dumb. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely yeah. And on that note, we'll finish up the pod. Okay. Then. Kim, thanks a lot for it's coming on the pleasure pod. To chat. It's been a fucking pleasure. Uh, ditto. Ditto. Yeah. yeah, it really has. It's really been so nice to meet you. Yeah. And um it'd be It'd be great to get you back on at some point because I'm sure there's just – you seem like a vibe. Oh, of be, yeah, got too many of them, yeah. Nah. Know, so. No, Let's not get at all. More it's not too many. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you have anything you want to plug? The tours coming up next year, is that what we're – That's what we're um, plugging. We've got a right. tour. We're probably going to be playing – it's a podcast that goes everywhere. Um, it goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah everyone's listening to this. Yes, there's four people in Brazil listening right now. There probably is. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we're just doing Australia and uh, what does that mean? We're doing Howler in Melbourne. Fucking we're doing, Earth. Love that venue. Oh, sick. Um, Castleman, we're playing the Theatre Royal. Nice. Barwon also Club. Great. Good old Barwon great. Club. Great. Also good. Saw total, total Control there. That was good. Yep. And uh, we're doing the Zoo up in Brisbane. Oh, great wow. venue. Very Northern good. in Byron. You've done all these shows, haven't you? Yeah, that's a good Except tour, the though. Northern, I yeah, think. Yeah, we haven't played the Northern. Yeah. yeah. Um, great. And when is that? Next year? Next Feb. year. We're in I Sydney. I haven't said the whole, yeah, Oxford Art Factory. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Played there. I saw Mark Gerber yesterday. Get that one right. O- o- Oxford Art Factory. No, oh, yeah. Arts and we're Factory. Playing yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's art. We're yeah. playing the Lion Arts Factory. Okay, with an S. With an S in Adelaide. Okay. The Rose Mountain Perth. Shout out. Right. And... The Cambridge in Newcastle. Yeah, and played the, there. Shout outs. The UOW bar in Shout outs, played there. Played, yeah. played yeah. there as well. Played there as well. So um, I think that's just about everything. I said Howler. Yep, we got it all. There's some pretty big shows. That's good. That's yeah, yeah. big. So that's, uh, and we got a, oh, we got, we're oh, downsizing. We got this band. We we're downsizing this, oh, we're at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> we have played those things, but have our you next ever done tour that? is smaller. Downsized your next tour? Like from the oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's been a steady it's a downsizing snakes and ladders eh yeah started man because we went like this and now we're doing told you about the told you about the Bexley buy tickets to our tour you know all that Bexley North and stuff look at that massive suburban tour then yeah that's now shows now but um oh the other thing is we're um not for Melbourne or Victoria but for um the rest of the country we've got a a Wellington band called Earth Tongue supporting us. Oh, great. Oh, cool. That's and cool. And they're a um, sort of a space rock duo. Wow. Okay. Space rock cool. duo. Uh, well, that's okay. what I call them. But, yeah. Um, yeah. They, um, when I first heard them, it was, on, it was on breaking and entering. I think I was driving around just before the pandemic hit and I thought, mm, what the right. hell is this? Yeah. I got my Shazam out. 
Oh. And then bought the record. Hang on. You Shazammed a band, bought the album, and then asked them to support you? Yeah. That is fucking fucking sick. sick. I love that. That's punk. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I did that. So so hopefully we'll be breaking and entering them into Australia. Yeah, hopefully. I'll go on, yeah. Hopefully people will think. But um, I had to get it past the band. Yeah, of course. You know, you always got to do that. So, yeah. yeah. Got to work Tony, out, work out your plan Villa in the says, shower. He, the guitar player says, yeah, cool. If they got a song that doesn't sound like Steel Ice Band, and I think Steel Ice Band, I love Steel Ice Band. I saw mm. them back in 1975. Right, yeah. <laughs> They were great. And he says, oh, what's your definition of great? <laughs> but oh, but um, yeah. no, no, they kind of got this um, really cool sort of um, sound where the heavy riffing, the vocal follows that exactly and so do the drums. Right, okay. And lots of fuzz. Yeah. But it's spacey. It's yeah. spacey as oh, cool. Fuck, cool. So, and, Sounds good. Um, yeah, just two of them. Fuck yeah. Wow. Right. Easy, See. easy touring party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we love yeah, that. Yeah, we <laughs> hopefully, love they're low maintenance people, and we yeah, don't have to. Yeah, hopefully, that Gussie isn't a princess. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, no, I think she sounds. She's been very nice to deal with. So great, awesome. See. Well, all the best with it. We're touring at the same time, so see you in the oh, see you in the pit. Well, well, no, I'll see you in the mosh. Yeah. <coughs> or we'll be waving to each other from yeah airplane windows. Yeah, yeah. Mm. hope so. See you in the lounge. Yeah. And oh, the Virgin Lounge. Oh, you know, the you know, <laughs> you know about the. That's next episode. We'll talk yeah. about the Virgin. Oh Lounge. God, yeah, that yeah. Is. Stick around for the next step, Virgin <laughs> Lounge. Um, um, all right, thank you so much, Kim. Appreciate <laughs> it. We're also going to record a Patreon this weekend. So if you have, if you want another episode this week, sign up to the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash these. What, what a great punk. punk! Yeah, thank you. All right, Go bye. All right, bye.